0: Hello everyone, welcome to Minghui Radio, bringing you podcasts of stories relating to the persecution of Falun Gong in China, insights and experiences gained by practitioners during the course of their cultivation, special items of interest, and music composed and performed by Dafa practitioners.
1: The following is an experience-sharing article presented at the 2023 Taiwan Falun Dafa Cultivation experience sharing conference entitled master helps me overcome every test and tribulation by a fallen off practitioner in taiwan the article was published on the mingway website on december 27th 2023 greetings revered master greetings fellow practitioners i began working for ntd tv in 2001 soon after I started practicing Falun Dafa. One afternoon, two practitioners were distributing the Epoch Times newspapers near my home. I told them that I also practiced Falun Dafa. They invited me to attend the group Vah study. That night, when I meditated, I saw Master, the founder of Falun Dafa, standing in a colossal boat. The boat was so big that I couldn't see all of it. I was sitting in a small boat. When I saw Master, I was excited and shouted, Master, Master, I am here. Master reached down and fetched me, and I was moved to tears. When I went to the group FA study, several practitioners invited me to sit with them. They introduced themselves, and all of them worked for the media. One of them invited me to participate and I've been working in the media since December 2001. At first, I helped in the production department. I went to Manhattan in 2004 and produced entertainment news after I returned to Taiwan. At first, it was difficult to get an interview because many artists and celebrities who worked in China avoided us. The Chinese media caused trouble by hiding our microphones or pushing away our reporters. They asked the artists not to take our microphones and did other things to marginalize us. I knew that clarifying the truth was the only way to make a breakthrough. I took every opportunity to clarify the truth to the artists and their staff members. We treated the media from China kindly, and gradually, the situation changed. A well-known Chinese actor came to Taiwan to promote a new TV series, but I wasn't invited to interview him. I increased the length of time I read the Fa and did the exercises. I waited for him at the elevator entrance after all the activities for the day were finished. When he saw me, he sent his bodyguard away and gave me a private interview. I clarified the truth to him and gave him pamphlets and a golden origami lotus flower. He was very happy to receive them and told me that he would bring the information back to China. We secured a 10-minute interview with a boy singing group when they attended a large-scale concert. One Chinese reporter told their promoter that we were a media related to Fallen Dafa and asked them not to give us an interview or otherwise they wouldn't be able to develop their career in China. The promoter and the group members left right after the concert finished. I was upset because they broke their promise and left without letting me know. I followed them and stepped into the elevator before the door closed. I said to the promoter, I heard that you don't want to give us an interview because the Chinese media told you that we are related to Falandafa. What I want to say is that it is not good that you are sneaking out this way. It will damage your reputation. If I did not practice Fallen Dafa, I would not let you off so easily. After I said this, I stepped out of the elevator. One of the young men followed me out and repeatedly apologized. I took this opportunity to clarify the truth to him and gave him a Fallen Dafa bookmark. I started to work with the Epic Times in 2018 and did entertainment news reporting. After our persistent efforts for many years, some media gave us a lot of help after they learned the truth about Falun Dafa and the persecution. I was able to interview artists and had opportunities to clarify the truth to them. I introduced Shenyun Yun to a K-pop idol who later uploaded the information I gave him to his social media channel. Encouraged by my manager, I clarified the truth to a Hong Kong artist. He was very anti-communist. He was famous for his bad temper, so I was a little worried. When I showed him my reporter ID from the Epic Times, he was elated. He said that he had learned about the Epic Times when he was in Hong Kong and that he admired us practitioners enormously for our perseverance in countering the Chinese Communist Party because we did something most people could not do. I realized that it was urgent to clarify the truth to the artists in the entertainment industry. Many of them might only have one chance to come into contact with a Dafa practitioner. We must cherish every opportunity we have to clarify the truth to them. Passing a major tribulation I didn't have many hindrances on my cultivation path, until something unexpected happened. My father, who was very supportive of my brother and I, practicing Falun Dafa, fell seriously ill. He was 79 years old and had two brain surgeries. He was almost in a vegetative state when he came out of the ICU. This was a big emotional blow, and I slacked off in cultivation. My father passed away two years later. I was so sad, I couldn't even cry. When I sent forth righteous thoughts the night of his funeral, I saw my father, who looked like he was in his thirties. I thought he would be very happy to see me. Instead, he waved at me, then turned and walked away. I felt hurt. It was as if we were passing strangers at the bus station. The father-daughter connection in this lifetime was just that short. Master said, Those who are attached to affection for family will definitely be burned, entangled, and tormented by it, pulled by the threads of affection and plagued by them throughout their lives. They will find it too late to regret at the end of their lives. Cultivator's Avoidances, Essentials for Further Advancement. I finally understood. I stood in front of Master's picture and wept. I said, Master, I'm sorry. I was wrong. I relaxed my cultivation due to my attachment to sentiment. Master, please give me another opportunity. I will make it up and do well. Thank you, Master, for using this way to help me let go of sentimentality. It took me two years to overcome it. It was a big lesson for me. Thank you, Master, for taking care of me. I will cultivate diligently to pay back your saving grace. Due to my busy work schedule, I was not able to secure enough time for daily Fa study or doing the exercises. I tried my best to make it up whenever I had free time. I had congenital heart disease when I was a child, but after I started practicing Falun Dafa, I became healthy. And I was able to go overseas to attend FA conferences and go everywhere to clarify the truth to people. As time went on, I forgot that once I had this congenital disease. Early this year, without any warning, I had a heart attack. When it hit me, I was frightened and thought I would die. Due to fear, instead of studying the FA and doing the exercises, I called the insurance company to make sure my insurance was still valid so that my mother and brother would get the money. I also called a practitioner who was a Chinese medicine doctor and made an appointment for treatment. My mind was filled with fear, and I didn't have any righteous thoughts. I felt sad because I was weak and had difficulty breathing. Many negative thoughts almost overwhelmed me. I could only lie on the sofa. I admired those elderly people who, who were still able to do exercises in the park. I just wished I could breathe normally. Doing the fallen exercises became a remote memory. I began listening to Mingwei Radio. I admired those practitioners who were determined to pass the tests of sickness karma and were able to look inward. Many practitioners who used to have all sorts of illnesses became illness-free after they started practicing Falun Dafa, while I suffered a heart attack after I practiced Falun Dafa for over 20 years. Other practitioners thought I cultivated diligently. I didn't dare tell them what happened because I was afraid of losing face. I couldn't even sit upright when reading Chuan Falun, and I had to stop to breathe every 10 minutes. As I read on, I cried. I begged Master to tell me what I did wrong. I knew I should look within, but I didn't know how to start. As I was muddle-headed, I begged Master to give me another chance and help me. In the following several days, I could only read the Fa for ten minutes, and then I had to stop and listen to Ming Wei radio. I knew I must continue walking my cultivation path. Master saved me a person who was full of karma, from hell. I couldn't fail this test. I decided to extend my time for fa study, despite the dizziness and blurred vision. As long as I could stand, for even a little while, I did the exercises. I alternated between reading the fa and listening to Ming Wei radio, which reinforced my righteous thoughts. Gradually, my mind became clear. I suddenly realized that I had big problems with my cultivation over the past 20 years. I thought I was at a higher level than other practitioners as I started cultivation when I was very young. I looked down on other people when they did silly things. I was not compassionate. I was lazy, afraid of losing face, and doubtful of others. I had a strong fear. All these notions caused me to have strong thought karma. I was addicted to watching films and often missed the time for sending forth righteous thoughts. I watched one movie after another at night. When I came across a free film, I felt lucky and thought I'd gained something. I was gradually drifting further from the fa. Even though I read the fa a lot, I was not focused when I read. I felt sleepy even when I did the exercises. I didn't send righteous thoughts well for quite a long time. Master said, in Fa teaching on World Fallen Dafa Day, quote, Your life came to this earth all for this. How could you not be diligent and grow lax? This is your moment of destiny, the chance you have waited all eternity for. For however long it has been, you were all along preparing for this, suffering and shedding karma. Yet now, after all the hardship and pain, when you have made it to this day, somehow you have become not diligent. Isn't that a shame? Unquote. I was ashamed of myself. I read Juan Falun more. I gradually went from reading Juan Falun for ten minutes to reading for one hour. I went from doing one set of exercises to doing all five exercises, including doing the second exercise for one hour. I recovered from the heart attack within one month. I am so lucky to be a off a practitioner in this world while Master is here. Thank you, Master, for your compassionate protection. I absolutely shouldn't be lost in this world or disappoint the sentient beings in my own world who are waiting for my return. Neither should I disappoint our Master, who has borne everything for me. Thank you, Master, for giving me a second life. I will cultivate diligently and follow Master to return to my original home. Thank you, Master. Thank you, fellow practitioners.
0: The following is an experience-sharing article entitled Clarifying the Truth and Improving in Cultivation While Driving a Taxi Tricycle by a Falun Dafa practitioner in China. The article was published on the Mingwei website on January 6, 2024. I stayed home for more than three months to recover after being released from the prison for practicing Falun Dafa. I thought that I should find a job to support my family and at the same time, clarify the truth and help Master Li, Father Dafa's founder, to save people. I saw that several practitioners were driving taxis using electric tricycles. I figured that they could make about 2,000 yuan a month, set their own schedules, and clarify the truth to customers. So I decided to start driving a tricycle taxi. I didn't know how to start a conversation about dafa with strangers at first, but I gradually got better at it. I eventually became able to bring the conversation around with just a few sentences. I met some people who understood the truth and readily quit the Chinese Communist Party (CCP) and its youth organizations, but I also met some others who refused. Part 1: Driving the entire length of the county I met a woman at the bus station in the southern part of the county who wanted to go to a store in the northern part to purchase farm toll parts. I agreed to drive her there and take her back to the bus station after she finished shopping. She kept bargaining with me about the price. Since I wanted to have an opportunity to clarify the truth to her, I agreed whatever she offered. I drove the tricycle and told her about DAFA. When we got to the area, she couldn't remember which store it was. I asked her to call the store owner and ask for the name, but she refused to call and said that the name of the store was the name of the owner. I drove around several times, but we couldn't find the store. She complained, saying I drove her to the wrong place because it was not the same route she took last time. I had taken a shortcut as her way would have taken much longer. She wanted me to go back and take her route. I again asked her to call the owner, but she wouldn't. I had no choice but to take her back to the intersection and then follow her directions to end up at the same spot. I asked, isn't this where we just were? Call the owner and ask him the name of the store. This time, she stopped being stubborn and called. It turned out that it was nearby and the store's name wasn't the owner's name. She didn't say anything and got off the tricycle to buy the parts. I took a look at the time and realized I had wasted more than an hour and consumed much battery power. I thought, when she comes back, I will have to ask her to pay more. Otherwise, I will suffer a big loss. This is all her fault and she should pay me for the time. As I was thinking about it, another thought suddenly came into my mind. I can't ask her to pay more. Looking at the way she bargained with me, her family must not be rich. It also seemed that she did not agree with everything I told her about Dafa and the persecution. If I asked her to pay more, what if she argued and turned it into a dispute? I should leave her with a good impression because I represent the image of a Dafa practitioner. I can't fight when it comes to loss and gain. When she came out of the store, I drove her back, continuing to clarify the truth to her. She didn't say anything. I told her that if I didn't practice Dafa, I would have definitely asked her to pay more. She stayed quiet, but it was obvious that she didn't understand the truth and was just too embarrassed to say anything back. I then hoped that she would get a chance in the future to talk with another practitioner. After she got off, someone immediately got on, and it was like that for the rest of the day. However, when I got home and counted the earnings for that day, I actually had earned more than usual. This truly confirmed what Master said from Lecture 4 of John Quote, In our school of cultivation, those who cultivate among everyday people are required to cultivate precisely in ordinary human society, and to fit in among everyday people as much as possible. You are not really asked to lose anything materially. It does not matter how high your position ranks or how much wealth you own. The key is whether you can let go of the attachment, unquote. Part two, returning an umbrella. I drove an elderly woman to a detention center in the countryside to see her son. It was a cloudy day, and I clarified the truth to her along the way. Seeing that she was in a bad mood, I also tried to comfort her. After I dropped her off, I returned to the county seat. A while later, I saw an umbrella in my tricycle and remembered it belonged to her. It had started to rain by then, so I thought, what if she gets wet? I need to find her and give back her umbrella. Even though I was far from there, I decided to drive back. Just as I drove to the intersection near the detention center, three people waved for a taxi, and one of them was her. After getting onto the tricycle, she realized it was me and introduced me to the other two, her daughter-in-law and grandson. I asked her, is this umbrella yours? I drove back here to return it to you. She thanked me, and then I clarified the truth to her daughter-in-law and grandson. The elderly woman told me that she had never joined anything associated with the CCP, but her daughter-in-law and grandson had and agreed to quit the CCP and its youth organizations. I said to the daughter-in-law, let me give you a beautiful name, Mali, to quit. She exclaimed, that is my real name. How did you know? I replied, I didn't. It just means we are so destined. It seems that my master made me come all the way back to save you. She was very happy. Part 3. Attachment to Lust There were times when some male customers saw that I was a female, and they said some flirtatious words. I didn't say anything at first, but my facial expression turned serious. When they continued, I told them, I practiced Falun Dafa, and my master taught us how a man should act, how a woman should behave, and what family relationships should be. They immediately changed their attitude and spoke to me respectfully. My righteous thoughts disintegrated those bad substances and the compassion in me emerged. I told them about DAFA and asked them to quit the CCP. They all agreed. I looked inward to learn why something like that happened to me. It was because my attachment to lust had not been completely eliminated, which allowed the evil factors to take advantage of me. If my dimension was pure, these things would not be able to get in. I have since paid more attention to this aspect in cultivation and I am determined to disintegrate the corrupted substance from its root. During these years of cultivation, I have treated validating Dafa as my first priority. I want people to see the beauty of Dafa through me and have them feel the broad-mindedness, courage, and trustworthiness of a Dafa practitioner. At the same time, I want them to know how great Master is, because only such a great Master can make his practitioners be people with high moral characters who don't care about personal gains and losses. I am very proud to be a Falun Dafa practitioner.